KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Another school year is upon us, and it is another school year starting in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, vaccines are available to just about everyone, and we wanted to talk about the importance of getting your child vaccinated for COVID, what questions you should ask, what's the status of the country's vaccination efforts for kids. Hence, it gets worse the younger the child and Why is that and how alarming is that? For this conversation, we caught up with Dr. Ross McKinney. He is the Chief Scientific Officer at the Association of American Medical Colleges. He's a pediatric infectious disease expert and leads the AAMC's program supporting medical research and training. So to start, how would you kind of, painting with a broad brush, characterize the vaccination effort for children from COVID-19. Have we done a good job? Is it have some highlights, some low points, or has it just not been up to par? Uh, it's, it's a challenging thing, but you know, it's a complicated issue. So adolescents, we've actually done decently. Adolescents have gotten reasonably well vaccinated. That's Given their adolescence, that's doing pretty good. The uh, school age kids, the you know five to twelve year old kids, uh, not as good. And, and that's a group that if I was you know if I ruled the world, I would want them all vaccinated because you know they're going to go back to school, they're going to be exposed to other kids. It's just an age. It makes all the sense in the world to make sure they're vaccinated. And then you've got the two to five year olds. And or the six month to five year olds and that group we really aren't vaccinating well at all. That's been very slow. People have been reluctant. You know, it's a little bit softer call. Younger age kids eh, didn't get that sick. So that's why it's a little bit harder sell to get the vaccination, even though they work. And you mentioned the children like that six months, the four years. Uh, I saw some data. Only about five percent of that group has gotten at least one shot and I could understand that being a little softer number but my goodness that's borderline absurd to me is this hesitancy is this people you know by the time it was green lit for this group a lot of the American public had kind of put COVID in the rearview mirror you know rightfully or wrongfully like what are we seeing here it's it's really hard to know but I think all those things play into it you know I think it's a little bit, it's the uh, uh, the docs and the pediatricians and the clinics are totally persuaded that it's necessary because everybody gets a little bit of side effect from the vaccine and only a relatively small number of the six-month to five-year-old kids get really sick. It's a small number, but some do, but relatively smaller in number. So I think people have been a little bit less persuaded. Uh, we're trying to put COVID in the rearview mirror. It took a long time before we got the data to get them the vaccine. So for all those reasons, I think it's been a slow process. And the other thing is, while we were waiting, a lot of kids got COVID. You know, daycares were like hotbeds of passing COVIDs around. And, you know, however, I can tell you that, you know, you look at somebody like I'm a pediatrician, my grandkid, who is two, as soon as she could get the vaccine, she got vaccinated. She's in a daycare and it just makes sense to me that I'd like to make it so that at the very least, it's decreased the probability that she'll ever get severe disease as a result of being vaccinated. And when she's been dosed with these original vaccines, she's going to be a much better place when we have an Omicron booster come this fall so that we're setting those kids up to be better boosted in the very near future. 
to that point about booster for children, school-age kids who have been vaccinated, and I'm speaking, I've got a 10-year-old who's been vaccinated, should he get boosted now in advance of the school year? Should he wait until that Omicron-specific booster is available? What would you kind of recommend? It's a soft call. The CDC data, the CDC hasn't been recommending boosting yet for kids who are um, below the adolescent age group. Adolescent age group, they're they're willing to boost, but below that, they haven't been eh, keen on boosting. However, there is some logic to boosting. So for five years old and up with the Pfizer vaccine, it is suggested that they could be given another booster. The issue at this point in time, if they've not had the booster, if they had the first two doses and not the third dose, do you want to give it now or do you want to wait until there is an Omicron booster? Well, it's a close call. Maybe it's worth waiting for that because that may be better matched to what's currently circulating. But it's a soft call. And if you give them, it's only their third shot with the original dose they probably will still be in a good place to get the Omicron booster because it's a distinct enough antigen that it won't cause any problems. It won't have that sort of wearing out effect you get if you give the same vaccine again and again and again. It'll be almost like a new vaccine. What are the most consistent questions you get from people about the COVID-19 vaccine and children? So the questions I'm getting are from people who are asking questions about what should we do? And and the question is, is it, should we boost now or should we boost later? The question you just asked is on the money. That's what's on people's mind. Almost everybody understands that it's worthwhile to vaccinate and that we're still in a position where there's a lot of COVID around. And part of the reason that COVID seems a little bit milder now than it used to is because so many people have been vaccinated so many people have had it. Something like 95% of people in the U.S. have either had COVID or been vaccinated or both. And so given that, it seems a little milder than it was. Well, if you've gotten through or you're young, then you haven't had that whole process. And it's worth still vaccinating to get that protection so that you're in the same place that most people who are vaccinated or have had it and have some degree of protection against severe disease. But if you're naive, you can still get it. And and for young kids, they may not have had any kind of exposure. It's worth getting them vaccinated. We need to take a break. We will have more with Dr. Ross McKinney right after this. This is KYW News Radio In-Depth. And we are back continuing our conversation on KYW News Radio In-Depth with Dr. Ross McKinney. We talked about that six-month to four- or five-year-old group and only 5%, you know, having at least one shot. How much are we playing with fire having that much of a group, even if they don't get very ill, which we've seen, they can still pass it along or, and it could it be, a, could it be a Petri dish for a variant that is worse than we've seen? They are little vectors. Daycare centers have always been, you know, uh, cesspools of sort for viruses, you know, and you, you look at, if you have a kid in daycare, you know, You know, once a month, they're coming home with something, a snotty nose of some kind. And while it may only be a snotty nose with COVID, if grandma gets it and she hasn't, or somebody is immunocompromised who they hang around with, you go to visit Aunt Edna, who is uh, uh, recovering from breast cancer, you know, she's at risk. And that little kid who was not that sick 
suddenly becomes uh, a ticking time bomb. So it's worth vaccinating to protect the whole family and all the people you might be exposed to. Should we try to time if the kids are unvaccinated and we want to have it, you know, have it happen? Should we go now? Should we wait till it gets closer so we get more robust protection? Or is there what would you recommend? I would say as soon as possible, because remember, it's a couple doses. So the first dose and then the next dose will be um, uh, as early as three weeks with Pfizer, as early as four weeks with Moderna. You want to get it going. And then it really doesn't kick into full effect until, you know, something like 10 days after the second dose. So you really want to get moving so that you've got the kid already by the time you get past Labor Day and they're in school. You know, we we focused on the COVID-19 vaccine, but we're seeing fraying overall of vaccination. And I think that has been accelerated by COVID-19, by all the misinformation, disinformation. You know, not for nothing, we just had a case of polio in New York State. You know, we're talking monkeypox these days. Like, how alarmed are you just at these declining overall vaccine rates and the problems this could cause past COVID? I am very concerned. There there are several vaccines that I look at and go, you know, they've been held off and, and it's going to be a problem. Polio is an example. Why are we seeing polio now? What is spreading in Rockland County and Orange County, New York, was was virus that originally began as the live attenuated vaccine. It was used somewhere internationally because we don't we only use killed vaccine in the U.S. But somebody brought back. And what happens is you mutate and you can mutate back to being pathogenic after you take the oral polio. So somebody was excreting in their stool um, pathogenic polio that began as vaccine polio and somebody caught it and got polio disease, a 26 year old who'd never been vaccinated. So the worry is we're going to have other cases. And when kids aren't vaccinated, they're at risk for getting polio. And it's a disease that we thought was gone, but, but it could be back. So vaccinate. It's so easy to get the killed vaccine. It's so easy. It's completely safe. It should be being given. Measles, um, incredibly contagious and not at all related to autism in spite of Andrew Wakefield and his fraudulent research in the late 90s that people have cited. It was completely bogus. Measles is a safe vaccine. Measles killed kids all over the world. And, And it's incredibly contagious. We had dozens of cases of measles from a single case that went through Disneyland because people hadn't vaccinated their kids. People should be vaccinated for measles. It's really critical to protecting children because of how contagious it is and how high risk it is. So so measles, polio, really important to be vaccinated at this point. It's easy and it should be done. How frustrating is it as a medical professional to have reams and square tonnage of research that shows how effective and safe these vaccines are, starting with COVID, but all the ones you mentioned. And yet people, a certain percentage of the population will cling to this minuscule amount of bogus research or grifters that are trying to make a buck. Like, I don't know, it it just it's so frustrating to me as a layman and I have a hard time getting my arms around it. I can only imagine what it's like for a man of science like you that has the, the resume you do to see this. It is incredibly frustrating. And particularly since it's very clear, it is people making money off providing misinformation 
and finding a gullible population who shouldn't be gullible because they should have faith in the people who've always helped provided the medical care. When you are sick, you want to go to a doctor. A doctor wants to keep you from getting sick. That's what it's all about. And, and, and how somebody who is a complete quack, who's just in it for making money, can go out and try and persuade people. You know, that doctor who's been caring for people, trying to prevent them from getting sick for, for decades, is for some reason out to make money for a drug company. So it, it's incredibly frustrating um, because it's a false narrative told by people who are making money off of telling that false narrative. It's very frustrating. You've hit it on the head. And, and the best we can do is just explain, you know, we are there caring for you. We've always been there caring for you. We want you healthy. We want your children healthy. And vaccinations go a long way towards doing that. And a healthy populace, healthy Americans is what we are looking for. Um, and we can all work together to achieve that. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 